Okay. Is her name, is her voice different? I don't think so. No. Okay. The Zoom lady (laughs) recording our meeting. I am on my different computer, so maybe the speaker just sounded weird. It sounded like she was speaking slower. (laughs) Honestly, we haven't recorded this podcast in a few weeks. Maybe that one got fired and it's a whole new woman. It's a whole new woman. Yeah, maybe. That's true. Well, she's knocking it out of the park, as they say. She's killing the game. After a two-week hiatus and many messages from you all, it's so nice to be missed. We're back taping an all-new episode of the A Block. Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline all joining you from various locales. We are via Zoom because it's the year 2022, but we're back and we're ready to party. Oh, baby. We're back. Happy to be here. What do y'all prefer, Zoom or Teams? So I've definitely done Zoom a lot more. I've done Teams a couple times. And so I prefer Zoom because I'm not as familiar with Teams. So the few times I've had to be on a Teams call, I feel like I'm like, oh God, uh, uh, I don't know. Am I doing this right? Am I signed in? I don't know. So for me, it's Zoom because of familiarity. Same. Every time I feel like I have to do a Teams call, I feel like I'm an Apple user user trying to figure out how to work an Android phone. Mm. Um, that's just how it makes me feel. Um, yeah, I really don't like it. It confuses me and I would just rather stick to Zoom because it's what I know. <laughs> I'm, a te- I'm a Teams girl. You're a You're Teams, teams girl. girl? I like Teams. I want to call you a Teamster, but that has other connotations. Actually, so it's a different thing. That's different. You're not a Teamster. Yeah. Okay, let's that up. I need a Teamster, but I do like Teams. It's because I, I use it all day long, but I enjoy it. Is that what you guys mainly use at the yeah. office? Yes. And I think I just associate Zoom with like the pandemic. Yeah. 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 So. Like I literally had never even heard of Zoom before 2020. Had never even heard. I don't really think anyone did. <laughs> I think my mom told me about Zoom, which is wild. Which I saw on your Instagram, your mother just had a birthday. Happy birthday to Susan Crouch. Honestly, the inspiration for our podcast. That's right. She is 71 and she would love for you to know that because she's very proud of being her age. She just said it the other day. She goes, well, A, I was very proud to make it to 70 because neither of her parents lived that long. So she just feels she's happy to live longer. And then she just thinks it's neat. I love (laughs) telling people I'm 70 and now she's 71. So go Susan, go. We're proud of you. As my dad said, she's a very young 71-year-old, except for when you see her get up and try and start walking. <laughs> like an old woman. But everything else, very young. <laughs> I love that she just describes it as being neat. I just think it's neat. It's neat. It's my neat. Always, and it's a funny story in our family, my mother's, my mom's mom. My mom's like, I, what kind of mother says this to her child? Apparently, my mom was a child. My grandmother would say to her, now, honey, I've just known I'm not going to live a long life. I've always known that. My grandmother is now 88 years old. And so my mom was like, she said it like, I, Nanny was like, I don't know. I just always felt that way. Mom's like, I don't, but why would you say that to your children when they're little? And she would just say, well, I'm, I just know I'm not going to live a long life. And then every year she'd get into her fifties, her sixties, her seventies. Now she's near 90. And we're like, well, boy, you were wrong, ma'am. And <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, that is probably scarring for a child. <laughs> my mom's like, why would you say that to me? We're like, who knows? She's like, it's what I thought at the time. Let it go. 
<laughs> did you live a life of crime? Like, were you afraid it was going to catch up to you? What, I mean, you were an elementary teacher. Like, what, what were you doing? You have a hit out on you? Yeah. Honestly, we found out she was a teamster. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, you know, people ha- can live all kinds of lives. You know what? Right <laughs> My parents just, my parents will just be like, you know, well, when I'm gone and it's like, okay, like, I hate that. I'm they like, always no. say stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I, so my parents are a little bit older than y'all's and it's now just become such a thing where I used to be so offended when they would talk about it. And now we're just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's so morbid. We just, and like my mom truthfully came very close to dying. So I think ever since then, we just got really desensitized, but the way we talk about the fact that they will die and, or like what we, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, what's the weather like today? Um, and that's over there for the day I die. Don't forget that you need that in your purse or something. I don't know. I I don't know how to, (laughs) it's just very nonchalant. Taking care of the will and things, taking care of the house. Or like toasts at birthdays and being like, well, we really hope you're here this time next year. And if you're not, we're thankful for the time we've had. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but you know, in a way, right? You're so comfortable with it. But in a way, it's like, good Lord. It's like, oh God. I've, I'm, I've been very bothered. And I think we have talked about this before, bothered by death since I was a little child. And this actually came up at my mom's birthday dinner last night. And my parents were saying from the moment you could like have a thought and express it, I was talking about death and how sad I was to be the youngest in my family because I'm going to have to watch everybody die. And I would like scream (laughs) and cry that like going to bed every night. And my parents were like, Oh Hey, they're like, anyone get ready for second grade tomorrow? What are you pretty younger than that? Like, no, I was tiny talking about I'm gonna watch everyone die and I'm gonna be all alone. Oh my gosh, what happened where you got that thought in your head? No one knows, no one knows. I mean, it's just that's the way I'm wired, I guess. That or oh my god, by something like that. At that age, I was fighting with my sister on which one of us was going to marry our dad. So I guess I can't relate. Like, no, did you? Really have, normal. Yeah. My Multiple sister was going to marry dad when we get older. <laughs> like, and that we thought that was totally normal. And I feel like I've heard, I mean, yeah, but Claire's over there like planning funerals. She's like, I've got to get started now. I'm dressed in black, refusing to make connections. <laughs> I know they'll all leave me. She's already in mourning. Just yeah. preparing herself. Anytime she met a new friend in school, she'd say, oh, what's the point? You're going to die anyway. (laughs) Yeah. It is not that far from the truth. And I feel like there's definitely a component of my personality to this day that is affected. But I mean, I, it's the same rabbit hole I go down when I think about space and the size of the universe, get really afraid. If I think about death too often and the fact that it is a real, a reality, it, I get that same sick feeling and weirdness and I have to immediately change course. So yeah. I tend to think about it at all unless I absolutely have to, because I'm just like, uh, I don't like it. Spiral out of control. Thank you very much. Perfect. Yeah. When I start to think about it, I'm like, okay, a spiral's coming. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to ruin today. And for all I know, it's my last day on earth. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was talking about that today at work. I was talking, so I uh, know I shouldn't express these thoughts uh, for, for the public to hear. <laughs> uh-huh. I didn't want someone to turn me into <laughs> You know, and that's good. It's good that you can censor yourself. <laughs> Every now and then I forget like, no, not everybody's going to understand where I'm coming from. Y'all, they, not everybody knows me like y'all do. So like, uh-huh. sorry. You know, and that's a double-edged sword of a podcast. People <laughs> listen talk but then partly you're like stop censoring us I know I just I don't I don't want to hear about it from anybody yeah, and, I, and they're always going to have something to say as well you know say things that are borderline criminal like Claire was about to say probably <laughs> yes 100 <laughs> percent ah well what the hell uh, what's been going on with everyone so we have all we're well like had changes in schedules, and then we could not get our act together, aka I could not get my act together on re- figuring out <laughs> well, I was available. Um, you were in the Pacific time as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but, but then I couldn't, I couldn't remember what days I was available. Things just changed completely, so it took us, it was a journey to discovering what day we could actually record this podcast again. Yeah, yeah. for it's literally, yeah, one week Claire was on a work trip for, yeah, and literally on Pacific time and Jacqueline and I are both on Eastern. So there was literally no way. And then, yeah, now I am doing morning news again. Um, and so now I'm having to get up super early. And then we had some other conflicts and we're having, yeah, so yeah, that's why we had to take two weeks off everybody just because of purely scheduling contract conflicts. There was literally no way to record this podcast that wasn't going to put one or multiple of us out at ridiculous hours or just impossible. So you guys were really busy. We live a fast paced lifestyle. <laughs> Honestly, um, I'm sitting that- on the couch in just a shirt and my underwear. <laughs> you're just Winnie the Pooh in it Winnie I, the Pooh, I, Donald Duck in it I love it I love, love it. it love I, it love it love it I what I'll I'll just catch up I'll just start our catch up I'm currently wearing a wrist brace oh my what God. happened being very cool very cool I you guys and this is going to be a totally normal sentence um I sprained my wrist severely playing virtual reality uh-huh, okay all right it happens. It um, we were filming a segment for the Leah Knightley show at this virtual reality place in Lexington. I know, like Jack was dying laughing. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's so stupid. I was like, this would only happen to me. And it, we were playing, and it was like four of us, and we were playing this zombie killing virtual reality game. So you have headsets on, and you're holding it kind of like those Wii handles. And so you can't see anyone really. So one at Lee died in the game, and I had to revive him. And to revive, you simply placed your hand on their shoulder. Well, I thought he was further away from me. So as I go to place my hand on his shoulder and I was very excited, I guess, I just punch his shoulder as hard as I possibly could and jammed my wrist so hard. Oh my gosh. This oh my God, like, that sounds so, oh, like uncomfortable. Jam your finger or you jam your toe. It's like that, but my whole wrist, it was almost two weeks ago and it still is not, com- it's a lot better than it was. Um. But I was like, wow, 34-year-old Haley doesn't snap back from a minor injury like a 19-year-old Haley did. So I got to go to Walgreens and go in that really cool section where they have those portable toilets and men's urinal things. Yeah. Canes. And I got this wrist brace for $19. Thank you, Walgreens. It's actually helped a lot. But that's uh, one thing that's going on with me. As I mentioned, also had that schedule change. Yeah, Lee and I still do the Lee and Haley show, but now we are 
anchoring uh, the morning news on ABC 36 in Lexington. So if you're in Lexington, check us out 5 to 7 a.m. Um, but that's actually been really fun. It has been a schedule change getting up early again. Um, but I'm actually really enjoying it. I really missed actually doing news because Lean Haley shows like a comedy entertainment show and it's a blast but I actually really missed kind of my background in news. So it's been really fun and adjusting to the time schedule aside from my bum wrist has not been that hard. So good. Actually been really good. And I think it's because Claire knows Claire, as if you guys are from Lexington, Claire and I both did morning news at LEX 18 and that show started at four 30 mm-hmm. at ABC 36. It doesn't start till five. That and so I can get up. It is important. It is oh, it's so important. Minute. It is unbelievable. I truly think that's why the schedule hasn't been as hard because I've been able to get up at least 30 minutes later than I used to. And it makes it makes it feel like you're not getting up in the middle of the night. It makes it feel like you're getting up in the early morning. Well, because 4.30 is not normal. Five o'clock, I'm like, that is that is like a, a, a semi-normal time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's at five. Like, I feel like a lot of people get up at five. Or yeah, yeah. I'm like- Or um, have to be like at some early shift at five. Like it's not totally- yeah, it doesn't you know, feel weird, like Claire said. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a really where you wake up and you feel like no one else is awake. Like I feel like I'm just like waking up and I've already ever slept once on accident though. I did the classic turn my alarm off. I'm gonna lay here for 10 more minutes. It was already? a fun time. I did <laughs> and I truly was like, you gotta be kidding. But I made it on time, got okay. on set, knocked it out. Had no one had any idea. And I was like, Oh, that's the best feeling. But like it's it so stressful and then it's over with and you're like, I'm like, did that I even can't happen? believe I did that. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So anyway, yeah, I was like, I would oversleep a week and a half in, but I was like, you know what? I still made it. No problems happened. No one on here would have known, but I'm going to have to start doing the thing again, where I put my phone in the bathroom. So I have to get up to turn the alarm off. Cause to me, that was key when I did the morning show before, otherwise I would always oversleep. Oh yeah. Cause you I turn that phone off and you roll right back over. It's like, you got to get out of bed. You got to get out of bed and turn the alarm off. I oversleep even now. I'm the, I've always been bad at waking up, but like just the other day and I should wake up. I should get up and get out of bed at six 30. I can't, I have to wait till seven. My body refuses. The other day yeah. I woke up at eight 15. I was like, why? <laughs> it's because you open your eyes and you're just like, is this, is this really how we're doing this? Like, <laughs> wait, so wait, so when you do that, are you hitting snooze like every, like, are you just keeping I'm not a snooze girl. I'm or just, are you just laying in bed scrolling? No, I'm just, I set still to this day four alarms and I just turn them all off and go right back to bed. <laughs> not interested in looking at my phone, not interested in snooze, just turn it off and go to sleep. And then well, wake up. going to sleep. Like what time are you getting in bed and going to sleep? Well, I made a new rule for myself and I've been pretty good about abiding by it that like I have to be in bed and like under the covers and tucked in saying my prayers by 11. <laughs> okay, that's good. Oh yeah, that's yeah. so good. But that's I good. really think if I wanted to feel my very best in the morning and have like the proper amount of time that an adult needs to like have a morning routine, I should be in bed by 10 and waking up at whatever the math is seven hours after that. Cause seven hours of sleep is my magic hour. Okay. Eight hours. Usually I'm in the next cycle and I wake up groggy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So your body okay. best at seven hours. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. That for me is key. It's like setting that, like you said, you've made a rule for yourself. If I don't have a rule, I'll always go to bed too late. Cause I never really feel that tired, but it's like, if I don't set a rule of like, and for me, the rule has to be, I have to start getting ready for bed at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I gotta be in bed by 11, 11 rolls around. And I'm still on the couch watching Netflix. And I'm like, Ugh. so for yeah. me, I would- 10 o'clock I'm going upstairs and getting ready for bed so then I'm in bed ready to fall asleep by 11. I'm still trying to figure out what time to go to bed right now I'm just I don't know like eight or nine because I'm getting up at like 3 30 four three three yeah 3 30 or four so I'm just kind of still trying to figure it out anyway so I'm sorry it's not yeah it's not it's not great but I don't know. I guess I'm enjoying the work so much. It's not that bad. And I kind of like the solitude. Like really I get up and it's just me and like, I get up and I go to the bathroom and I get ready. My husband's still asleep. And then, um, Ollie, my dog and I just go downstairs and I make my coffee, chill a little bit, then get ready. Cause I've been showering at night, which is, um, yeah, something I've been doing, which has been nice. Um, anyway, so anyway, um, wait, Claire, what time are you supposed to be at work? that starting point um well I have a work phone and like call Claire where are you and you're like hey so sorry dealing with a crisis uh, plumbing you know like the plumbers <laughs> here I don't know um, my first job out of college um at Vanity Fair magazine I um you, I lived pretty far away from the office. The office was in Times Square. I lived in Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn. And it was truly like a scenario where if I woke up 10 minutes late, I was late to work. Like uh, I, I just lived that far enough away that there was no wiggle room and like catching the trains and everything. It was just. Oh yeah. You're at the mercy of that public transit yeah. schedule. And so by like month three I had blown through any possible excuse I could ever come up with yeah <laughs> I was like I'm gonna really have to start getting to work on time <laughs> I'd be like there's a leak um and or we're expecting something so someone has to be here and then actually one time and I mean they I guess they believed me but I did feel a little bit like the boy who cried wolf our apartment got broken into and a bunch of stuff got stolen and I, there I was having to tell my boss and she was like, okay, okay, sure. But I mean, that one was true, but I was definitely a delinquent at 22. But here, so it's a pretty loose eight o'clock arrival time. I mm-hmm. like before nine is crucial and between eight and eight thirty is really like the sweet spot, but I have a work phone. I'm always, as long as I'm reachable, everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it's not like you're rolling in at 11 AM. No, you know, although one week I was, cause I was sick and I refused to like admit it, but I literally put <laughs> oh, it, it together. And finally they were like, Hey Claire, stop coming to work. Please just go home. You don't feel good. <laughs> And it wasn't like, like COVID. I had like a stump, like my stomach hurt. I don't know. I just, and I could not move it. So anyway. Okay. Jacqueline, what about you? Update us on your sleep schedule. Cause apparently that's what we're here to talk about today. 
Yeah. So I'm on a little bit of a different sleep schedule. Um, I mean, not really. It's like the same thing that it's normally been, but, um, what's new with me is I got a new job. So, um, I'm still kind of getting the groove of it. Um, yeah. So I will share more, I think probably next week. Exciting. Um, Just get the hang of it. But yeah, I'm excited. I like it so far. Um, but yeah, it requires me to be majority in the office, which is interesting because I did not think I would go back to something like that, but it's a very like chill situation. Um, but yeah, so, but everyone, and there's not very many of us, but everyone who works out of the office usually gets there between like eight 30 and like 10. Okay. Nice. This week or last week, or I mean, it's pretty. Um, today was my first day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I just was like, oh god, (laughs) you know. And in a way, yeah, you're right because it has been years since most people have had to work in an office. You know, and you're one of those included. You know, at least on a regular, regular schedule like it was before the pandemic. Yeah, so I'm sure it's a bit of a shell shock to be like, oh, I have to be here at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I used to work out before like work. So now I'm like, do I want to do that? How early do I want to, I'm just, so I'm just like trying to figure that out. It's it's so hard to find because it's like, I think the way the human brain works or most humans, at least is you got to find that rhythm and that routine. It's like, well, I think at least for me and most people, it's like, you need that routine. So you'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. I, I think I'm going to be like a more, like a probably like earlier morning person workout before work, all that stuff, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'll share more. I think next week I'm just awesome. going to try to get the hang of it and yada, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, has anything funny happened to anyone? Anything remarkable or ridiculous that they want to share since it has been, I mean, it'll be three weeks since we recorded. Anyone else sprain a wrist or realize the fragility of their body as they get older? No, just me. Okay. No, I don't think I've had anything like that happen. Yeah. I don't think so either. Me neither. Like, have I had anything funny happen? I was at the airport. So surely something funny happened at the airport, but love an airport. I don't remember actually. Oh, actually something funny did happen. Funny. Okay. In a relative term. Love uh, it. I uh, was in Seattle for work and A, it was beautiful. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. And it was, I just got to enjoy the weather more than anything. And that was really nice. And food. I was just eating. I was in my own personal eating challenge. Um, mm-hmm. But one night I went to this restaurant with two little friends I made at this conference I was at. And so I kind of conned them into going to dinner with me and I'd made reservations at one place. And then we ended up going to this other place where you can't make a reservation, but if you get there, they'll give you a table. And so we were like, let's go to this story's not funny, by the way, like, <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing about it. I went to, I dined out last night. Um, <laughs> no, hey. Um, we went to this restaurant, the walrus and the carpenter, and it's in the Ballard district of Seattle. 
if anybody's okay. following and taking notes. And it really highly reviewed. I had read about it. And then actually a good friend of mine, Noelle, what's up, um, she had recommended it as well. So I was like, okay, that's two sources recommending this place. We got to do it. And that was a place that didn't take reservations. So the plan was try and get in at the place that doesn't take reservations. If the wait is too long or whatever, we'll go to the place where we do have the reservation. So we get there and there's like a line and I put my, I walk up to the front and the host, it was like, ask me how many I said three. He goes, you know what? I've got a table for you right now. Hold on just one second. And everyone else was having to put their name down. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Yes. And everyone, and the two people I was with, they're like, Whoa, are you secretly famous or something? And I was like, yeah. oh, secret baby. I'm huge in Seattle. Yeah, I know. And so then like, we just like are like kind of like smug about it. We're like, yeah, we're about to get this table. We're we're yeah, suckers. Like, I don't know. We were just feeling pretty good. And it's also kind of awkward. The three of us don't know each other. We're just kind of like trying to, you know, make it through this week. Stick out a dinner with, yeah. yeah. And we start noticing, or like I start noticing really. I'm like, they've definitely it's been longer than like a couple minutes. It, like I'm watching multiple people get seated. I'm watching lots of people leave and more people. Oh no. And so then I start looking like I've got like a stick up my butt. Cause I'm like, um, I think he forgot about us. You know, I'm like, and so then I, here I am and I have to walk up to this. I was like, I'm, I have to ask, I'm sorry. And they were getting uncomfortable. Cause I, and I was like, sometimes you just have to ask. Okay. And I say, yeah. hey, do we have a, um, yeah I I was like is our is our table up next and he looked at me and he had that look in his eye like I messed up and he was like ah hold on I'm so sorry and so and I said well do you at least want to take my name down and put us on the list like because and he was like yeah let me go ahead and put my your name down so then he like babysat us and and then got us um a table as soon as it opened up. So, and it was fine. We were good humored about it. But the funny thing about that was, um, is that by the time we sat down, it was way later than the reservation I had made at the other place. So it was just like a disaster. But anyway, we sit down at this table and um, they give us free bread and free olives. It was like really nice bread with really nice butter and really nice olives to as like a sorry for your trouble type of situation. Okay. Yeah. So like, okay. All is forgiven. We're good. And so then this place has like oysters. It has um, just really delicious food, kind of small plates. And you can order oysters by the oyster. So I could get just one oyster or I could get two oysters. And so oh. I, I got four oysters okay. and a glass of wine. Okay. And the other two people at my table weren't having either of those things and we're just eating the bread and the olives. But when we placed the oyster order, we also placed an order for all the other things we were going to get. We ordered like four other little small plates. We were all going to share. Yeah. She brings over my oysters and she's like, all right, can I get you guys anything else? And we're like, no, we're good right now. And I'm eating my oysters and we're laughing and I'm having my wine and we're eating our free bread and olives. And the waitress comes over again. She's like, can I get you guys anything? And we're like, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're good. And like thinking like, well, we're just waiting on our food. And so then the table next to us who sat down after us has gotten like three of their dishes and is like cleaning a plate. Oh, I no. Like, I was like, you guys, I really think she forgot to put our order in. 
And they're like, no, surely not. I was like, no, I was like, I'm sorry. This is again, I was like, I'm not a complainer at restaurants. I do not go to restaurants to complain, but I am sensing that something. So then the waitress comes over and I said, Hey, is our food coming? And she was like, you didn't order any food. And I was like, do not gaslight me. I I said, no, we did. We ordered the grilled squash, the eggplant and the scallop crudo crudo or something. And she was like, um, well, let me go check. And I mean, it has been like 45 minutes, like a long time. And she comes back. She's She's like, yeah, it's about to come right out. She would never own up to the fact that she forgot to put our order in and then charged us full price for everything. So we didn't get anything additionally. Oh, <gasps> I couldn't help myself at the end. They and didn't we, even give you your food for free. No, we got nothing. And so at the end, well, cause I wanted to say something to get like something comped or whatever, but the two other people I was with, like, I think actually would have like melted away. Like they could not, yeah. they were uncomfortable and I was being totally not like abrasive about it. I was like, Hey, is our food coming? You You haven't done anything wrong. I'm sorry. You're literally like, I'm just double checking stuff. Yeah. And both times that I double checked, it was turned out to be warranted. But then after we paid and everything was fine, the waitress came back over and I said, I, I was like, I think it's really funny that you think like she legitimately thought for a period of time that we came into this restaurant, we ate their free bread and free olives and literally ordered one glass of wine and four little oysters. And that's all we were gonna order. And she goes, you know what? What I remember is that you didn't order a lot of oysters. So I didn't need to come over to your table anymore. And I was like, what? You what? Because we weren't gonna spend enough money? like." you I don't it was it was a bizarre situation but I was like and I that said doesn't it, make any sense I because like, I can't believe you like, don't that would be so sad if we came to this restaurant and literally just ordered four four little oysters and was like okay thanks but it's so weird like the fact that she even said you didn't order any food it's like yeah and then I had to like rattle it all off at the top of my head I was like we ordered all of these things like we had a full conversation about the eggplant. Like, how did you forget that? Yeah, it's truly, it's like, are, did you and the host guy up front, did you guys trip acid right before your shift tonight? Because you're Tell both forgetful. But afterwards, all was truly forgiven because we went to Salt and Straw ice cream afterwards. Okay. One of the places I've been dying to go and I had some of the most delicious ice cream I've ever had. So Ooh, what flavors did you get? I got a carrot cake batter with pralines. Oh my God, yum. And then the other one was cold brew caramel cashew brittle or something. Oh my Lord, that sounds legitimately so delicious. I could. And it just never stopped getting more delicious as I ate it. So that was just a wild little night out in Seattle where I was like, are, am, are we dead? And we went from feeling like them being like, are you famous? Like, do you know someone at this place to like us literally being ignored at every turn? <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. I can't oh. believe that she just thought because you guys only ordered four 
oysters just to like basically ignore you. If anything, that would signal that you were going to order more food or more drinks. Well, fine. Like what tipped me off is like the second time she's like, can I get y'all anything else? And I was like, the way she said that made me feel like she has no memory of the fact that we did yeah. order food. She was saying like, it what'd like, she do? Blackout? Like what the hell? I'm like, yeah, are you on drugs? It's cool if you are, but like don't make it my problem. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> don't gaslight me. Have you guys seen the TikTok where it says, I think I'm gonna start gaslighting you? And then the other person says, You're gonna start gaslighting me? And then she says, That's not what I said. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's funny. It's so good. Yeah, two people in conversation. I'm gonna start gaslighting me. You're gonna start gaslighting me. That's not what I said. Wait. Oh, like, yes. Speaking of TikTok, yes. okay. Has it totally consumed your life? And by it, I mean the little boy who loves corn. It's got. The, it has the juice. It yes. has the juice. <laughs> when it's I tried come, everything changed. Never- oh my gosh. I didn't get it's like I didn't see the original video till a few days after I saw everybody singing the song and then when I saw the original I was like this kid is so pure I know I had to look it up because I didn't understand what the hell everyone was singing the song but then I also didn't understand what everyone was saying I was like what are they saying yeah so then I like I had to search it on TikTok but honestly I mean, I tend to agree with him. Corn is fire. Corn is really good. It has yeah, the, it's really good. It has the juice. It's I got love the, the knobs. Yeah, it's got the knobs. Someone yeah. sent to me because um, I have a corgi and someone sent to me the cor- the audio from corn, but had changed it to put it over the video of a corgi. <laughs> and it was just like oh, corn with corgi. And it was like, it has the juice. And it was bit zoomed in on a corgi's shaking booty. Oh. And I was like, yep, it has the juice. It has the juice. It has the juice. Oh, it's so good. I just, I don't ever want it to go away. And someone was saying they need to start playing this in the club. Like this needs to be on Spotify. Cause it, oh, it, it totally it, will be. It's an amazing song. It is. And you find yourself. Yeah. Do you guys have, um, and I'm sure most people do. And there's a trend there where people just talk about the TikToks that get stuck in their head and they're just singing them all day. Do you guys ever find yourself, besides this corn one, obviously, but do you ever find yourself just on a random day just thinking of a TikTok audio in your head or oh. laughing about Mine, the one that got stuck in my head was, oh, it's this week was, oh, it's so cute. Capitalism really popped off today, today ladies. <laughs> I, I say that, I say that out loud in my apartment all the time. Capitalism popped off today, ladies. <laughs> okay, and Honestly, brought, I don't think oh, I've God. ever seen the TikTok with that audio. Oh, it's so good. And it's the way oh. she says it too. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. Jacqueline, she's like showing off a completely meaningless product that only exists in the modern day and age where it's like due to capitalism we can make and sell whatever we want in this country uh, a product but she's like it's so cute and then she just says capitalism really popped off today ladies oh my god that's so funny and so people put it over video I like I saw it over it was a wine glass that had a um the bottom of the wine glass had a glass pumpkin in it and a girl was just videoing that She's like, Calissa really popped off today, ladies. I'm like, yeah, it is truly the way she says it. And I'll say it in the way she says it. And I think it in my head when I say it. I'm like, Calissa really popped off today, ladies. I know. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so. I, I, I'm like, 
all I want to do is like, sorry, I want to log off and just watch TikTok now. Honestly, that's I know. Capital. I'm, I'm going to look up this capitalism one. Capitalism popped off today. So cute. Are you shitting me? Capitalism really popped off today, ladies. <laughs> Ooh, really popped off I love today, that. Ladies. Yeah, she says today, ladies. I love her. Today, guys, I, we haven't talked about it yet. I cannot believe we haven't talked about it yet. And we're how many minutes into this podcast? Has anyone gotten the pumpkin cream cold brew? No, I haven't. No, I haven't yet. I haven't either because for some reason, so by the time this posts, it will be September 1st. I know the pumpkin spice latte came out like two days ago, but I, my staff was all saying they were going to get one yesterday or today. And I was like, no, I can't. I have to let it be September before I get it. I was like, I cannot be drinking something pumpkin in August. Like August is summer. I'm not ready to let it go, but I'm like fully excited to go get one tomorrow. It is wild (sighs) as shit. A shift has come. A, a, a change in feeling is like, I feel it happening. And I'm like, what's going on? I don't know if the sun is going down a little bit earlier. Probably is. Uh-huh. No, um, I've noticed that. So it it's has. a little bit darker. And we've actually been getting rain a few days. So it's just been like grayer here. Mm-hmm. And it was a little chillier when I was in Seattle. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, it's happening. I'm being... Yeah. The very distinct, we are sliding out of summer and sliding into fall. I agree hundred percent. And then today I was planning, I'm trying to plan like a little work event thing. And I was going to try and reserve some stuff. And they're like, oh, we're all booked up already through December. And I was like, what? what? And they were like, yeah, I mean, it's September tomorrow. So I, end of the year is going to be here before you know it. And I was like, what is happening? Why? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's um, crazy. Yeah. But you know, time, it do be flying. It do be flying. It do be flying. Yeah. So actually, I'm going to get one tomorrow or one day this week. Cause I was like, you know, it's just, it's so like, I wish they would just sell the pumpkin cream. Like, I would like to buy a container of the pumpkin cream and just put it in my coffee at home every day. I know. Crazy. I need to figure out how to get that pumpkin cold foam. Like, I need to I need to figure out, like, how can I get that on, like, a shaken espresso? Like, is that possible? Oh, I yeah, because it is. Yeah. Um, I'm getting, like, chills thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, wow. Capitalism. Capitalism really popped off today, ladies. <laughs> Guys, wherever you're listening, just know the three of us are thinking that in our heads as we're in line at Starbucks getting our pumpkin <laughs> Just know. Oh, my goodness. That is so, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely a person where I hate when people try to push fall on me, like I cannot stand it. I don't like, I'm not really a big fan of Halloween. I don't really like fall decor. And I'm just like, I just stop pushing fall on me in August. But for, but I like pumpkin spice flavored things. Mm-hmm. But I, have but I like pumpkin spice flavored coffee, but that doesn't mean that it has to be fall right now. Yeah, no, no I- I will be on board when I feel like it, but I'm like, yeah, I need to soak in every last minute of summer. Cause I'm a summer gal. I freaking love summer. And so, mm-hmm. and then once fall is here and I'm in the mindset, I do love it, but yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not there yet. Yeah. I'm not there. I saw someone post her mm-hmm. sister in law Chandler. She posted on her Instagram today. She was like, 
I'm all for fall, just not yet. Keep your pumpkin spice away from my summer margarita right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Exactly. I agree. Let me have all my seasons. Um, I just thought of something else, again, quote unquote funny, um, that happened over the past week when I was in Seattle. And it, it has to, it ties into a topic we had on our list to talk about. Okay. Yeah. And, but it's like a, it's something that's happened to me a few times and I'll end with the most recent one where like, I'll be in the elevator at work and I have my phone in my hand and I listen to my music on my way into work. Um, and somehow I'm in the elevator with like a elevator full of like 50 year old, like very serious men and like ABBA starts playing or like Taylor Swift starts playing. Um, like when I was at my, um, conference, um, last week and I walked into the dead silent, um, uh, lecture hall and I was late and, uh, (laughs) because I, yes, I did oversleep. Um, and I (laughs) started playing the song Betty by Young Gravy and it was so loud. I was like, I'm going to die and I was like oh that's not me that's not me that's not me but of course I can't play anything cool so I, I immediately just gave it away and I was like yeah <laughs> good morning <laughs> hey guys what's up Anybody, young hey, <laughs> what do y'all think he's dating Addison Ray's mom what's the word oh, like, oh my god this Honestly, I never, I think I had even said on this podcast before, I don't get Addison Ray. Like, I don't understand why she's famous. I feel terrible for this young woman. Uh-huh. Me too. Her parents are out here being humiliating. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine? Both of them. Both of us. What's the dad doing? Saying so- things about her, her mother on social media. Well, that, so so this whole thing kind of started because Addison Rae's dad, Monty, was being, was rumored to like be dating this, dating this TikToker that's basically like frenemies with Addison. And um, people were, and she's like, really, she's like around Addison's age. So like mid twenties, like max, I think she's like 23 or 24 and yeah and um Addison Ray's dad is obviously not that age and then um she like exposed him for um and she was you know, doing questionable things what or aren't her parents married I think so yeah they're so, married yeah um and this so this tiktoker like exposed Monty for for like I don't know, like just saying some questionable things and just, there's a lot of sketchiness around this guy. Um, and then, and it's been kind of going all around social media and, um, then Young Gravy is this rapper and he's known for liking hot moms. That's like his trope. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Oh God, he, whatever you do, do not just Google Monty Ray. Apparently there's a male porn star. <laughs> because I just, well, I don't think, I don't think no, it's, it's Monty Lopez. Ray. It's Monty Lopez. Oh, Ray is probably her middle name. Oh, Monty Lopez. <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> Monty Ray. 
<laughs> I just typed in Monty Ray because I just instantly was like, well, her name's Addis Ray. So I was wondering, yeah, uh, Monty Ray, uh, porn creator videos, free, oh, free amateur nudes. Um, oh, you can buy gifts and pics featuring Monty Ray. I'm not going to click any of these links because I don't, I assume it's a man, but it might be, I don't know. Anyway, um, moving forward to Monty Lopez. Jacqueline, back to you for to continue your live report. <laughs> um, so, so Young Gravy, basically, it's his, it's his trope to be into hot moms. And he always is like, Sherry, you know, as his mom is so hot, blah, 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 blah. So they went to the VMAs together and they like made out on the red carpet or whatever the carpet is that they call it. And everyone was freaking out. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I do just want to go on the record and say, I think Young Gravy's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is okay. Hot him. I'm looking at his pick right now and there is a little something there. Right. Okay, I gotta say this. He's he's not my personal choice, but he kind of has this um this energy that's I would say is equivalent or something kind of similar to like a like a Pete Davidson almost. Yeah, where it's Com- not like confidence. the like confidence is so hot. And it's not, and it's not like the, um, the normal, like super attractive, but it's just like, there's just something about it. You're like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't to date my mom or anything, but like, I would literally <laughs> die because yeah, literally die. Just think yeah. about Addison Ray. So first of all, your parents only have notoriety because you got famous and, and she yeah. brought them into it. Yes. And so now they're famous and they're like their own version of an influencer and your mom is out in these streets making out with a, a dude and wearing like really scantily clad clothes. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, think about it as if that was your mom. I would be horrified just on that alone. All yeah. the other things deleted. And then like after this whole MTV thing, I just Googled Monty Lopez and Monty, this, this alone would also, I would never speak to my parents again. Monty wrote in his August 28th Instagram stories over a mirror selfie in which he is shirtless with a towel wrapped around his lower body. Mirrorless towel. You are a father of a person. Like think about the implications this has on your poor family. And they have another child, at least one and said, and what he said about his ex-wife or, or estranged wife going to the VMAs with young gravy he said, unbothered, thank you, young gravy, for taking the leftovers. That so is the mother really nice. who he was cheating with, allegedly, or yes. cheating allegedly. And now you're going to call her. That is so common. Like, that is so, like, sir, absolutely not. It's just, he's just gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should do porn. I mean, <laughs> what? Monty and Sherry tied the knot in 2004. The couple divorced years later. However, they remarried in 2017. So they're one of those couples where you, where they get married to each other a couple times. Seems like they should have stuck to it. Yeah, they should have stuck to the divorce. Okay. I'm just, I am horrified on behalf of Addison Ray. And I think I read somewhere the other day that she has unfollowed both of her parents on Instagram. 
Oh, I mean, honestly, she's got to protect herself and her own mental health. Whatever, because based on us who don't know any of them, just seeing their posts and stuff is traumatic. Imagine, yeah, as you said, being their child. I know, I and she's so that's all the comments she's getting right now on TikTok. People talking about that, tagging her and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, poor thing. I just, Addison, I just... honey, we're here for you. Holla at your girls. Absolutely. Okay, so so many other things that, you know, that is one good thing about when we, I mean, we hated not recording episodes, but we felt lots to talk about because there is so many pop culture stuff that we want to chit chat about. Uh, starting first with Midnight's Taylor yeah. Swift album. Hello. Another gift we don't deserve from Mrs. T. Inject it into my veins. I'm so, I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I started this new routine and literally every morning since I started this morning show again, I've just listened to Taylor Swift music while I'm putting my makeup on and always starting with, I bet you think about me with Chris Stapleton. <laughs> for some reason, uh. that, one day I just like typed in, or the first day I typed in, because I liked it when I'm getting ready for the show, like listening to music or podcast. So I just typed in like Taylor Swift on YouTube and that was the first song that came up. So now I've listened to it first every single morning. Excellent choice. Excellent song. I'm like, that may change in a few days um, to something else, but I'm like, it's just... Taylor is so amazing. And we had a story on our show the other day that I can't remember what the purpose of the story was, but it basically was saying, someone was saying Taylor needs to be recognized as a modern day poet because some class that were there teaching about her, they were saying like literally some of the writing styles she employs in her songs mimic poetry. Like she is, you know, you think like, oh yeah, so good at that, but literally she is a writer that we appreciate now but I think we will appreciate more and more and more especially as people explain to us that just how talented she really is even more than we already already realized it's like she is writing words and spinning phrases in ways that we're like what yeah I'm I'm so excited just to hear like all of these songs that are you know about different points in her life and then trying to like connect those dots of like what is that you know is this song about when she was dating Harry Styles? Is this song about when Kanye like interrupted her, you know, at the VMA? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm very excited to like hear all of that. I'm also excited to hear what kind of style this album's going to be. If it's going to be kind of similar to, you know, Folklore and Evermore, or if it's going to be like that plus more edgier. I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited. Thing. <sighs> I just, I can't wait. I cannot wait to just be at home, be in like my comfiest PJs with like a giant glass of Cabernet and like listen to this whole album. Like I cannot wait. <laughs> <Now that laughs> perfect you settling into fall evening. Like when you're ready, you start your day with a, with a pumpkin cream cold brew. That night, you've got a big glass of Cabernet and Taylor. Mm. That sounds like a perfect night. Uh-huh. That's so when you know it's fall. Emotional. Love it all. Love yeah, her. I'm super excited um, just because, I mean, she is an entertainer. Yeah. Every sense of the word that like, no matter what she does, I am entertained and I am interested. And yeah, I'm, and it's so dramatic and like, me- or melodramatic even. I don't know. I just, I love her style. I really liked her makeup and her styling for the VMAs too. I thought oh my God, me too. Really pretty. 
She did look really, really pretty. She looked really pretty. And then did you see people did a side-by-side of the scene from Look What You Made Me Do, where she, the music video where she's laying in the tub with the oh. red lips all the jewels on. And I was like, they were like so similar. I wonder if that was what inspired her look. Or it may not have been, you know, she was just looking gorgeous for the BMAs. But yeah, they did a side-by-side. I think it was on TikTok of her in the tub in that music video, dressed in diamonds and red lipstick. And yeah, I was like, oh, gorge. Yeah, she just looks so good. Now, yeah. I also saw the theory that they people thought she was trying to send a message through her dress that she is engaged and that instead of a ring, she was wearing diamonds or it was like a troll. Oh, oh, hmm. TV, I, I, I think we're, I think we're reaching a little bit. Yeah. We'll always reach. Yeah, we'll always reach. Yeah, she'll, she'll do a callback years later. So she may be, but yeah, that does seem like a reach, but I'm excited. Let us know what y'all think, what you're most excited about, what you're hoping. Yeah. The style might be, but so jazzed about tea. Yeah. I'm just, I just will forever be thankful to Taylor Swift for um, saving us and giving us something to do during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like that truly was, I really think that, I mean, yeah, we all can look back now and be like, she was a lifesaver and just something to just another positive thing to get us through. But I think in, especially years from now, when there is real documentation of positives and negatives and adaptations people made over the course of the pandemic, like that's going to be one of the things people are going to be like, literally she was a movement that kept so many people going. Oh yeah. It's so like that, her and Dua Lipa, all that album. Mm, I loved that album so much. So Mm. it's going to be good. Thank you to my Queens. Um, well, something else, I mean, we've been waiting for new Taylor music and, uh, we've also been waiting for Megan Markle's podcast and it finally came out. <laughs> yes. A couple of you messaged us about this or tagged us and stuff about it. Have uh, you guys listened to it yet? I listened to the first episode. I haven't listened to the second episode. And yet. the first one was with Serena, right? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I haven't listened I to wasn't. it yet. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it was interesting because they had recorded it before it was public that Serena was basically retiring from tennis. So then they had to do like a little like, oh, now we can talk about it, catch up, re-record or additional recording. Um, It's interesting. She definitely talks about things that like she makes reference to the last couple of years or my husband or um, she kind of, you are getting a little bit of, like a peek behind the curtain and she is definitely being more like she's talking more now than she ever has but you're also or at least I was very much aware and again another situation where I'm not saying it's right or wrong she's just nothing is being said by accident like it's not she's yeah. not yeah it's really curated it's not a block you know it's not like <laughs> considering committing a crime and talking about it over this recording um mm-hmm. but, it, but it's still a peek at her that we haven't gotten before um and yeah I'm gonna listen I found I found the episode really enjoying enjoyable and I liked listening to Serena talk as well um so I'll listen to all of them but it just you know I don't think we're ever gonna get the the real I know. And I'm like, I wonder, I just want her to, I think what we've talked about when we talked about this course, we just want her, it would just be so 
nice because we had all agreed that one of our gripes with Harry and Megan is that everything, like you said, Jack, it's just so curated and calculated and there is nothing that is like natural and authentic and off the cuff. And we're not in that situation, you know, some, some of that stuff has to be that way, but it's like, that's what we're all craving. It's like, if you're going to leave the Royal family and come to America and freedom and live in your own place, blah, 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 it's like, just be real, be natural. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of why I haven't listened to it yet. Cause I'm just afraid I'll be annoyed. Yeah. Um, I gotta say the first time I heard like the, when she was like this pot, you know, it's coming out and the topic that she was going to be talking about, I just was like, boring like that was my gut that was like my knee-jerk reaction and Mm -hmm. I just was like man I just really hope that it we find out more just about herself and her life and everything but from but I haven't listened to it yet but from what Claire said I think I'm going to just out of sheer curiosity and it would be cool just to hear Serena listen and we've talked about it on here enough Mm -hmm. so I I think I'm gonna give it a chance I would recommend it but I do think this podcast and I don't want to I, I think this podcast thinks it's like really saying something by uh, taking on like the first episode was yeah. ambition the second episode is diva and like I feel like you know I mean it's great to always hear other women talk especially like successful women and women who have been in like the public eye and have faced adversity and this and that but I'm kind of like what's unique about this podcast guys is Meghan Markle like that's what we want yeah that's what's unique about it (laughs) so why we need to we need to use that about it yeah Yeah. I'm not turning to you to learn about ambition yeah I'm just like or why can't why can't they just title the episodes Serena Williams Mariah Carey (laughs) yeah (laughs) why does it have to be like every like if they're as big as they are, like, you don't have to say diva. Like, yeah, everyone oh, well, I mean, basically. I don't, think, I don't think that's the title of the episode. It's like the topic. Like she's having. Oh, like, she got it. Okay. The topic they discussed was ambition and like how ambition, being ambitious can be used negatively towards women. Like Megan was called ambitious. Like. I just don't uh, need. <sighs> yeah, that's one reason I just simply. <sighs> To listen to it. and I've been a, I've been a fan of Meghan Markle's the whole time I've wanted the best for her she's you know supporter I'm like girl you do you what support other women but yeah just in recent years it's like and as we've talked about before yeah just the fact that everything seems so planned out I'm just I don't know it just I'm I just feel like yeah there's a cause there's a reason behind it there's nothing natural and it's very she's trying to teach us something and I'm like I, I just don't I don't see Meghan Markle as the authority on all topics. I just don't. And I'm afraid that's how it's going to come across to me personally. Yeah. I still am going to give it a shot because I do want to hear it. But I just am afraid that's going to irritate me. And like some, like it does sometimes with other celebrities. And I do think it's good for celebrities, obviously, to use their notoriety to help causes and stuff. But sometimes I'm one of those people that get annoyed when I feel like a celebrity attaches themselves to teaching the rest of us about a cause. And I'm like, you don't actually know that much about it. So why are you acting like you're the authority on it? Yeah, I don't know. And also, I don't, well, never mind. I, I, but all this being said, I enjoyed the podcast. I was like, I'm definitely going to listen to the rest of the episode. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I like you. And I also, I read her interview in the cut. I subscribed to that. It's the New York magazine, like offshoot publication. And that was a really, it was a more candid interview than I've read from her. Um, I read it last week. And so now, of course, my brain is, or I read it on Monday, I guess. Um, and my brain is 
uh, fried at the moment. Um, so sorry guys. Um, but, uh, it was a good article. It was interesting to hear her or read her thoughts. And that was the article where she said, you know, why should I give the Royal Rota? So like, that's basically like the press corps at Buckingham Palace pictures yeah. of my baby who you were calling the N word before I give the pictures to people who actually love this baby, explain that to me and make it make sense. And then I'll do as you wish. Like, so she said, that, that was, I felt like that was a little bit more real. And she does talk about like, they've lost a lot. Um, you know, the situation with Harry's family is not good. She, I mean, that stuff is mentioned and that's more than we've certainly have ever gotten. Well, I mean, except for the Oprah interview, Oh, sorry. There's a, a bird must have flown by the door and Ollie will not have it. No, no trespassing. Please. Of course. Um, no outsiders. Yeah. But no, and I do think, yeah, because it's like, no doubt they've been through a lot. And no, it's not like we all don't think there's been challenging for Harry and Meghan, but I think it's like, yeah, that's what we're all wanting and hoping for. It's like, I want to hear more about what it was really like for them during that whole period, because it will help, you know, help us understand. But even if for some legal reasons and things like that, they can't, I would just settle for hearing. Yeah. What is, what's it like to be Megan and Harry today? Like, what is your routine? What is it like with the kids? Just share your life with us if you want to, you know, or if you feel comfortable. Yeah. I would think that would be really fun. Kind of does share a little bit of their life. I'll give it to her on that. The interview I think was more telling than, um, than the podcast in terms of like reality now for her and Harry but yeah at the same time that the interviewer even like makes note that like it feels like it's someone who's constantly aware of how they're going to be perceived which you probably can't help but feel that way like yeah I'm sure the royals made her feel that way and then you know her husband obviously grew up like that you know yeah so but hopefully her, you know, doing that interview with the cut and doing this podcast will make her, you know, like have faith in the public that people will like not destroy them to pieces and also just maybe be more comfortable with not being so curated. I don't yeah. know. Oh, time. time will tell. Yeah. Because really all we have is time at this point. I'm also excited to see who else will be on her podcast. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. They kind of named a bunch of them that, oh. um, they, yeah, the, well, at least in the article or somewhere they listed it and it was a lot of interesting people. Um, I wish Oprah was one of them. Yeah. yeah. I wish that would have been perfect. I wish her friend Jessica Mulroney would be one because I know there was like all that weird drama uh, and then she got ex- like, accused of like, racism as well and so that would be an interesting convo mm-hmm. i wish Kate middleton would be one <gasps> i would actually love that that would be the that most podcast of all time that would be oh my god it would blow up it would get so many oh man yeah um, okay i need y'all to educate me on this the next thing that we have on our rundown to talk about is miss flow olivia wilde drama and it now includes shia labeouf i've read i've seen a couple headlines about this but i know nothing about it and so i'm jazzed to know tell me everything so there's a movie coming out called don't worry darling yes by olivia wilde florence Pugh is in that movie florence yes is a really good actress younger she was the one she had been dating zach braff for a long time they recently broke up 
Yes. That's her. Um, so I guess in the beginning, when that film was first cast, Shia LaBeouf was going to be playing opposite her. And mm-hmm. there were rumors that, um, you know, Shia has been accused of uh, domestic violence or assaulting someone. And um, Florence Pugh wasn't comfortable working with him. And then there were other rumors that Shia LaBeouf had just like a really intense, like demanding rehearsal method that Flo- Florence didn't want to buy into so there was like some kind of issue in the beginning that caused Shia LaBeouf to leave the film and the then that's when Harry Styles was cast in the role and then he and Olivia Wilde started dating yeah yeah Yeah. then now then that was like a year or so ago and then now like in the past couple weeks it had come out like for some for some reason Shia LaBeouf has like resurfaced and because Olivia did an interview Mm -hmm. saying that she so she's basically like I'm you know since I'm a woman and I'm an actress I made sure that Florence was paid a lot and you know she she basically is claiming that she fired Shia LaBeouf from the movie because of these domestic violence claims oh she said to stand up for 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 Florence Pugh and, and then Shia LaBeouf came out and said, to say that's not true I quit and then there's a video of Olivia Wilde like s- sending a video message to Shia LaBeouf begging him to not quit the film and calling and, then, her, and calling her maybe this will be a wake-up call to Miss Flo <laughs> yes and then there's text oh. messages there's like screenshots of text messages between Shia and Olivia of Shia basically saying like, I'm sorry, it's not the right fit for me. Like, and now she's trying to characterize it totally differently than how it happened. Yes. Is, oh no, in the receipts. Oh, awkward. Oh, yeah. And my queen Florence is saying nothing. Has not said one thing. Hasn't hasn't even posted about the movie so that's what kind of spiraled a lot of these questions because everyone's like well why isn't she posting about the movie in fact every time olivia wilde or every time like a new trailer for this movie was getting released florence would promote a different project it was very obvious like something was afoot and then people start putting it together and now she said she will only do one interview for press for the film and so now Wow. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Olivia, I wonder what she's going to say now that there's video of her giving her that nickname and begging Shia not to leave. That now she's saying, I did the right thing. Honey, you've been caught in a lie. That is not okay. Oh, no, that's so embarrassing. No. Yeah. Well, and I think it's even, it's it makes it worse, too, because she basically was trying to, like, come off as this, like, big, like, feminist, like, woman savior. And yeah. it's like, that's clearly Ooh. not Oh yeah. my gosh, that is drama. And then all the drama, like, I'm like, Olivia, honey, why are you inserting yourself and causing all this drama? Because now she's come out and set, is accusing Jackson Sudeikis of, you know, purposely serving her those papers at CinemaCon. Oh, or yeah, yeah. Humiliated me, even though his camp, he says, I had no idea they were going to do that, blah, blah, blah. So that's another, he, he said, she said, and she said, in that case, like, there's a reason I left that relationship. I, I didn't see like, but now instead of this, it's like, you kind of sound a little, a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs now. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I don't really know what you're not helping your case yeah I'm like but I hate to say that oh yeah I'm like we obviously don't know the truth but just based on this 
move the don't worry darling movie drama i'm kind of like oh oh i don't know what to believe yeah. well i remember her from her days on the oc when she came and played uh, marissa's girlfriend and i remember she rubbed me the wrong way back then and then as an adult i've enjoyed her i think she's beautiful and everything but I'm like, maybe little Claire was on to something. <laughs> maybe little Claire watching the OC had a good read on people. I don't know. I don't know. Little Claire had a good read, I think. Yeah, but it's so it's it's, If I know anything, I know two things about Olivia Wilde. One, I get a bad vibe. Two, she will die at some point. And I'm just telling everybody that. <laughs> yeah, well, as my mom would say, we're all going to do it. <laughs> so you might as well accept it. We're all going to do it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. And now what is this? Are people saying Harry Styles is bald? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I've just got to Google pictures of it. Okay, because I, yeah. I, I did that the other day and fell asleep, I think, Googling pictures of Harry Styles bald. Um, I watched full TikToks about it. Because, like, there's a blind item that's gone around that this singer and sometime actor has a hairpiece so authentic you wouldn't be able to recognize it. And Harry Styles has said before that it's very easy for him to go out in public because he can change his look very easily. And so people are like, it's him, he's bald. And so people think that blind item is either about Harry Styles or Justin Timberlake. Those are the two big ones that everyone Uh, is. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I looked, I was looking at Justin Timberlake's hairline. It stayed exactly the same for a long time. Cause there's very unique little scars he has at his hairline, mm-hmm. but either way, I don't care if he's bald. I just think it's a very funny little rumor that's going on. I love celebrity rumors like this. Like that's so funny. I just Googled it. Yeah. There's pictures where people are like, look, it's obvious. And I'm like, it's not obvious or we wouldn't all be confused. I know. Yeah. Or like, you wouldn't have to be like, getting Bigfoot type footage to show me him adjusting his hairpiece or something. Um, and yeah. definitely someone would have taken a photo of bald Harry by now. Like there's exactly. everywhere. I know. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things on TikTok. I just enjoy. And me too. And that's along the same lines as can Leah Michelle read because Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> where it started or why but there's like a big conspiracy theory that she cannot read and I just recommend getting stuck in that part of TikTok because it's I mean I would say it's harmless because I would pretty much say with 99.9% certainty she can read so like no harm done but yeah. like, it's quite funny to see the lengths people will go to try and prove that she cannot read well there's like something <laughs> silly the people that start these rumors like where are you i don't know (sighs) i don't that's been going on for there was like something recent that had happened and people were like kind of like just spiraling from that but i can't remember what it was i wish i remembered so sorry to even bring that up but yeah, the article that I see on out.com, new video shows evidence that leah michelle can indeed read and i'm like (laughs) find that story and it's like are you serious like yeah I love it I just find it to be endlessly entertaining lie on website indie 100 the theory that actress Leah Michelle is illiterate has resurfaced (laughs) (laughs) 
It's just so dumb. And I mean, I'm sure I wouldn't like it if I was being accused. No, actually, I think I would find it quite hilarious if the entire internet was trying to prove that I can't read. Because yeah, I can read. I'm just like, y'all, I can read. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. What? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't like, even know. I'm like, do you joke about it? Like, come on TikTok and be like, hey, I want to read you guys this story. Well, I can't read it, obviously. Um, I have people that read it for me. Uh, like I would just be in on the joke, but then you probably have people mad at you that are, you know, that are passionate about illiteracy programs and stuff. And like, it's not a joke, you know? So you can't, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no winning. So just like, let it happen and, and, and carry on, but yeah. I feel like she's had some fun with it too. Like, has she, okay. Has she, I didn't know if she's like commented or whatnot. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I thought you were gonna elaborate yeah no I'm trying to remember because I I feel like she like someone it was one of those things where I saw like comments by celebs had reposted something you know like Leah Michelle can't read and then Leah Michelle had commented on it being like kind of going along with you know just making fun of like the whole thing so I think I could have commented is responded and been like Hey, I was tagged in this, but I have no idea what it's saying about me. Can someone fill me in? <laughs> <laughs> but like, can someone send a, can a, someone attach a video telling me what you're saying? That'd be a genius move, but I'm not sure Leah Michelle has that kind of sense of humor either. So yeah, I, she's a whole case stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not willing to dive in on her, the rest of her life, but yeah, that's so funny. Um, has anybody seen any new movies or content or anything that they want to chat about in the last several weeks? I have not seen anything, I don't think, but I have listened to a podcast that I really liked, Fed Up. It's like, oh, a, it's a quick six episode um, little dive into the world of the, the what's it called? The F diet? The, the F factor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw an, I heard an okay, ad. I've got to listen podcast. to this. I'm adding, I'm subscribing yeah. to it now. Yeah. Yes. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have to download this. And I completely forgot about it. Claire, I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah. Yes. yes. It was really good. And it's, it's narrated or it's done by, well, it's a Wondery podcast. So they're all good. But the oh, person yeah. talking in it is Casey Wilson, who used to be on SNL and has been in a number of shows. And she just does love her an amazing job like she adding her little like type of humor into what she's saying so yeah I I really love listening to that okay Let's see will is it Wilson or Williams Wilson Wilson okay Wilson that doesn't make me look good it makes it seem like I'm making up that I like her I do really like her because she was on one of my favorite short running sadly canceled now cult following shows on ABC probably Happy eight ending. years ago Happy endings. I was yes. devastated when they canceled that show. My sister and I still will randomly bring it up and be like, remember happy endings? It, it was, was so good. It was brilliant. The writing, it was just such a great show. So guys, I think it's on streaming somewhere, maybe on ABC, but happy endings, a hilarious comedy show. It's about a couple that the, it was a group of friends, like six friends and the two of the friends were in, in a relationship and uh, the boy and the girl and the girl left him at the altar. And so it's how their friendship between all these six people survives and how they move forward in their lives. Happy endings. And Casey was on it. Okay. That's awesome. Yes. No, I'm glad you that because 
yeah, wow. It was probably a month ago. I had heard an ad on a different podcast and I thought, oh, this sounds so good. And then completely forgot about it. So watched glow up the newest season of that on Netflix, which is the British makeup show. And I, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, Go ahead, Jacqueline. No, you go ahead. Well, the podcast I have been listening to this week, and I cannot believe it has taken me so long Mm -hmm. to listen to this criminal with Phoebe judge. Oh, see, I have actually tried to listen to it and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, same. Really? I love it. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you are. That's good. I'm loving it. Because I know a lot of people do. And I've heard like, especially my favorite about OG True Crime podcast that I can thank Claire Crouch for forever is obviously my favorite murder. And they will talk about it because like Karen, one of the hosts is obsessed with Phoebe Judge's voice. And they've had Phoebe Judge on there as a guest before. And I was like, I've heard about her a million times. I've just never listened. And for some reason, I started listening this week because I've been on my new schedule. I haven't been able to make it to my gym classes as much because the schedule doesn't really fit for me. So I've just been walking a lot when I get home from work. So I'm listening to it. I was like, not only is her voice fantastic, I am loving it because it'll be short episodes, long episodes, and every episode is a different topic. And it's just really well produced. And I'm just like, Phoebe Judge has got it going on. Mm -hmm. So that's been my obsession this week. As far as a show I've been watching... Um, I finally started watching Trainwreck Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I'm, I think I finished sec- episode two. We finished episode two last night. And then the one we watched earlier this week before that was the thing about John McAfee, the creator of McAfee. Okay, I haven't ever. watched it yet. Did you like it? Really liked it. It's not as highly produced as some other net- documentaries on Netflix. So it's not as slick as some of the other ones, but it's still really good. And it's just a freaking crazy story. It's crazy. Yeah. Like. The whole time I'm like, is this guy just too smart for his own good? Is he? Yeah. I'm I'm excited to finish it. Yeah. I'm excited to finish it. I'm like halfway through. Oh, and the Manti Teo documentary. Uh That was so good. Well, if you haven't watched that untold, the girlfriend who didn't exist, it's a series on Netflix called untold, but the first episode is the story of Manti Teo. Whoa. We texted about that over the last three weeks. All three of us were saying, Oh, we've all watched it. How freaking crazy is that? And also, how freaking hot is he now? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he, got that new teeth. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got wow. some veneers. Potentially. Well, thank God, because honestly, what happened to him is really messed up. It's so and, sad. And, like, and then people were accusing him of being in on it. I'm like, what? I'm like, I think he was duped. Do I think after many, many years, he probably should have seen the signs and could have gotten out of it? Yes. But we don't know what it's like to be that deep into a catfish situation. And he's not the first person to be caught up in a years long catfish situation, but it was just horrible. And I just, oh yeah. So if y'all haven't watched it, it really makes you understand the story more. Yeah. Still for him and his family. And it, like, I'm just really interested just to, I'm so interested just to see how that situation would play out. Like in like, even like three or four years after it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was, I don't know. Yeah. What's really cool about it is, um, you hear from the catfisher, which yeah. a lot of times don't in cases like this. So the actual catfisher, the person who catfished him is in the documentary, the same amount, if not more than him, like telling their side of it and why they did it. And I have, I think that's a really important piece. Cause it does show like, cause that's always my question with catfish. I, it's just like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's so crazy. Jacqueline, what about you? Any shows or podcasts or anything you want to? Um, I have some shows um so if you're looking for like a another like 
crime documentary. Um, I have a couple, but the one that I've watched that I really liked recently was called I Just Killed My Dad. Yes. Um, I haven't watched that. I've heard recommendations. Yeah, it was really good. Um, it basically starts off where this kid obviously kills his dad. He shoots him to death and he calls 911. And the famous line is, I just killed my dad. Some mm-hmm. police get there. So, you know, they're like, okay, well, you know, he already confessed. So they're thinking, oh, we're just going to go and it's going to be this easy, like, you know, open and close case. Uh, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So then it just, all this crazy stuff happens. Like, he, this kid was kidnapped and like you, it's just like in like, so insane. And, um, it just really, um, there's a lot of things that happen like behind the scenes and yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was like, it was just a really well done documentary. Um, and I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on a lighter note, um, another series I binged last weekend was called Instant Dream Home, oh, which yeah, is like cute. Know. Yeah, it's kind of like if Queer Eye only did the house part. Okay, yeah. You know, so like they're not like, you know, knocking out a whole house, but they're like repainting walls and like redecorating and but they do an entire house. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really cute show and they do it for like you know, families or people who like are super, you know, involved in their community and it tells their stories. And I don't know, it was a very, just like fun show to have on in the background. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really liked it and I haven't started watching it yet, but I'm going to this week selling, um, Sunset OC. Oh yeah. That's or right. Selling OC. Selling whatever. OC. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet either. I haven't really heard much about it either. So I'm interested to hear how you like it. Yeah, all I've heard about it is that the clothes are even smaller on this um, group okay. than they are on Sunset. So I'll be interested to see. But yeah. Yeah, I'll probably watch it. I I like selling Sunset enough that I'll, I have goodwill toward their franchise and it's easy to watch. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Yeah. One for people to know is that we dress very similarly while taping this podcast as okay. they do selling sunset. Like, um, the clothes are tiny. Yeah. All, all three of us right now are so scantily clad. It's crazy. Insane. Insane. Okay. Um, anything else or do we want to move into favorites and self care? It's been a while since we've Let's got this. Let's do it. Let's get right, right into it. it. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. I'll go. Okay, you do it, Claire. Um, My favorite thing is finally helping me get my life back together. I don't know who I thought I was. I finally got a planner again, a written planner. I didn't have one um, because I've I've always had a, a, a planner I write in. I have my work calendar, I have my phone, and then I have my written planner. And these are different things that serve different purposes, and I need them. And... I like my planner that I love. I love a Bando planner. Um, It usually runs August to August. And so when I got here, my old planner was expired. And so I didn't buy a new one. And um, 
I just finally got a new one and my life feels so much more together and I know when I'm doing things and what I'm doing and my life just isn't out there in space and I'm not left like trying to remember when anything is or when I can record this podcast or (laughs) I can go to my parents' house. I mean, I was just like, oh, I can't remember what I'm doing. The chaotic Um, text that we had last week trying to figure out when we could record this week because Claire, poor thing, she did need that planner and I can relate. I can't function without a planner. uh Claire was like, it this night and then she'd write back almost immediately and go I can't do it that night I'm sorry I'm insane and then we'd schedule another night and she'd go I'm so sorry I, do- I can't do it well because I, I feel like I had lined my life up in a way where I was like okay I know I can't ever do anything on a Wednesday night and so I'm, I don't schedule anything for a Wednesday but then yeah same I have something like for the next couple months I can't do Wednesday nights and yeah. but then I had scheduled stuff for Tuesday nights and then we were trying to record on Tuesdays. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I'm losing it. Um, but I'm, I'm all straightened out now. And the, Where's the planner from? I, it, I get it from that store, Bando, B-A-N dot D-O. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You may have just said it. Sorry. And they're, they're always like so beautiful. I think the days are just the right amount of space. And there's stickers, which I love stickers. Um, I've already used so many of them. Um, and I just, it it makes me happy. It's covered in butterflies and makes me happy. Um, and then my self-care is like the baby steps into doing something I've been talking and dreaming about doing for so long. I deleted Facebook off my phone, but my profile still exists. So I, I haven't deleted that, but I just haven't been on Facebook in a while. And then I did delete my professional Instagram, that profile has ceased to exist. I just simply can't do it anymore. I'm not, I don't ever, I've never enjoyed that aspect of being in the public eye. <laughs> and mm-hmm. since now I'm really not anymore, I, I don't know that this really counts or if it does, I don't know. Um, but I'm just happy to not have that anymore. And I do want to say, cause I've gotten some requests from folks out there and I love you and we value you as listeners, but my private Instagram has always just been reserved for people I know personally that I've spent time with in like their home or my home. I don't know. It's just the way I run my situation. Um, no, I'm the same. A lot of people that are in media, some people have just public facing social media accounts and that's all they have. But I think an equal amount, if not more, have public accounts and private accounts. And yeah, sometimes you just want stuff that's just for you and your friends and family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And my public account. And I'm honestly really happy that I did. I just didn't get a lot of fulfillment from it. I never updated it. I didn't think it was representative of me in the first place. So I would always kind of like cringe when I saw it. I just didn't like it, you know? So yeah. I'm happy to be free of that. I appreciate all of the people who interacted with me on there, but that's just, I haven't, I would, I dream of a life without social media. I've been very open about that. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I'm, I'm proud of you for taking that step because even though you've wanted to do that for a long time, I'm sure it still, it almost felt wrong in a way or felt bad in a way, or maybe it was like, a, oh gosh, I can't take this back. If I do delete it kind of way, was there any of that kind of in yeah. your head or? Well, yeah, and definitely like, I feel it in the sense that like, I haven't deleted my actual Instagram and I haven't deleted my Facebook profile. Cause there is a part of me where I'm like, I can't get rid of that. I, it still, it does feel like a, a connection to the world or a lifeline to people that I feel 
I do think if it was completely gone, I would miss, but I am enjoying trying to exercise some distance, I guess. Yeah. And just more living your life for you. Yeah. Yes. Living, you know? Yeah. And living it out loud. And those accounts, like you can, if you, for whatever reason, decide you want them again, you can go and reactivate them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's truly not, yeah. but I like love. Proud of you. That's awesome. That's something you've wanted to do a long time. I'm proud of you for doing it. I'm sure it's a weight off your shoulders. And I think it's freaking awesome. Thank you. Wow. What a, what a world we live in where I'm like, oh, I finally deleted my account. And I feel so proud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That. And have the freedom to do it because you weren't really allowed to do it when you were working in news. You had to have those accounts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's probably, yeah, it's a freedom taking back your life, taking back your space. So I think that's great. Thank you. I will create a clear crouch, uh, burner Instagram that people think is a profile of you. And I'm just gonna, please do. Cause I'd love to see we're going to rage what she gets up to. Oh my gosh. It's just a lot of content about Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Leah Michelle. I mean, it's just more of a conspiracy account. Who honestly mm-hmm. support that? I'll follow. Excellent. Okay. okay. I'll go next. My favorite thing this week is guys, I had I still had a couple of gift cards that I had not used for my wedding last year uh, to Bed Bath and Beyond. And I made a purchase that I have been mulling over for probably three or four years and it came and I am so delighted and I used it for the first time and I was like did you get a bidet? It. oh no man that was by the tease I should have been like y'all guess what it is Dang, <laughs> the guy was a good guess I bought you get a Dyson hair wrap oh I, no I didn't get the hair wrap I just got a Dyson cordless vacuum oh nice That's even <laughs> I know I know I was like so it was, I got the least expensive one. It was still like 500 bucks or something, but I had gift cards. So most of it was paid for. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who gave me a gift card uh, for the wedding last year, but it came and I was just like, I was not going to make one of those like stupid posts everybody makes now. Like, you know, you're an adult when you, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, well, I love I, the vacuum. I can't, yeah. When you know you're excited about the vacuum. Uh. I'm like, shut up. But I am so excited about this vacuum. I used it the other night and literally Matt was getting so annoyed because I kept being like, but like literally like look how much it's picking up. Like it's, I just vacuumed in here the other day with the other vacuum. Like it's picking up so much. Like Dyson's got it going on. Anyway, I am just so excited. I like truly, you know, cause Dyson just, it's a thing that's out of reach for most people, including myself. And I would have never, not only that, cause it's so ridiculously expensive, but I have a problem buying expensive things most of the time. Cause I just feel like I don't deserve it. It's a weird mental thing I'm always like no I can always get a cheaper version like I don't need to spend the money and why do I need that so I finally bought it and I'm like this thing is freaking awesome so I'm just so excited <laughs> it's so stupid um but anyway and then it's like Dyson it's like an art form for these vacuum makers the packaging was so delightful and then the instruction packet and then it comes with literally like a the most expensive like I can't even think of what it is. You know, when you get an invite to something and it's like that really hard, it's not construction paper. It's not, it's just like really thick paper. It was like this booklet telling the story of Dyson. No. And it was really hard cardstock. That's the word really hard, glossy cardstock. And it was like an eight page, like binder pamphlet. And it's pictures of the Dyson creator. And it just tells his life story. 
and how the Dyson came to be and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, soaking it up. But I still was like, it's a vacuum. <laughs> like, what are we doing? You are a Dyson truther now. You love it. I'm truther. Like, I was like, y'all, I love this for you. I know. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, so honestly, who knows? Maybe I will dive it, buy the Dyson hair wrap if I get more gift cards because I'll still never allow myself to buy that otherwise. <laughs> but anyway, so loving the Dyson. Hashtag Dyson. Sponsor us. Let's all three get vacuums. Oh my um, God. What a dream. A what dream. A, it is it's so wonderful. I'm so excited. I've only used it once and truly I was being so annoying about it. Like I was like, this is all I care about. Yeah. Like I was just like going over the same spot, like 10 times. I'm like, Ollie, look, That's um, and self-care is, as I mentioned earlier, I have been showering at night lately and really enjoying it. I made the change because I wanted to not something that was hard for me when I did mornings many years ago was it's just when you're tired, when you're first waking up like that, it's a lot to shower, dry your hair. Then you have to get to work because you're on TV and do your hair, do your makeup. It's like the whole process of getting ready was not fun anymore. It was stressful. You're looking at the clock and it's just a freaking lot to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm trying to, I'm trying to really approach this new morning schedule differently than I have in years past. And I'm just trying to really not fight it and just make the best decisions to make it better. So I was like, you know, I'm shower at night. I've been doing it the last two weeks loving it it's so relaxing at night and literally in the mornings I wake up and I'm out the door in less than 30 minutes yeah and I don't get up I just brush my teeth I do my skincare come downstairs make my coffee I throw on clothes that's it yeah and so then by the time I get to work I'm not like sweaty from showering and drying my hair I'm not already resentful over how much time I've already spent getting ready and now I have to do my hair and makeup like oh so I have been loving it and it's helped me really stick to, cause you guys have known taking my makeup off at night has always been a struggle for me. For me, it's just like, I'm like, Oh, but now that I shower at night, it's like, I do a full skincare routine at night. It just feels so good. So I'm it's just, loving. it's helping. Yeah. I'm just like loving the vibe of it at night, but loving the time and the way it's helping me stay calm in the mornings. Nice. Showering at night is like an at-home spa. It is because you're not rushed. You usually think when you shower during the day, you're usually having to go somewhere. And that's why mm-hmm. it's like at night, you're just like, I'm going to put on lotion and put my PJs over that. Yeah. I'm going to put some lotion and I'm going to shave and then I'm going to use a fancy body wash. And it's just like so comfy. It's the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. If y'all are ever sitting at home what I'm doing, I'm vacuuming and showering. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. I love it. It's a, you're like, the constant question is, is that a hairdryer? Is it the Dyson? We don't know. We don't know what the sound is. Anyway, Jacqueline, what about you? Um, so my favorite thing this week, uh, kind of going back to the TV and all that stuff we were talking about. Um, so there's this show on Netflix called I am a killer. And, um, I think it's like the, the third season I want to say just came out. It's a really good show. Um, basically it's like a docu-series style where each episode they follow someone different who is on, on death row or, you know, like incarcerated for life. Um, so, and then they, they go, they tell their story, like what happened. So they tell the story of what happened during the crime from the killer's point of view at first. Okay. Okay. And then (laughs) they bring in like the victim's family, the Uh detective and blah, blah, blah. And basically say like the exact opposite of what like the killer said. And then they're like, well, the killer. And then they go into like 
all of these things that happened, you know, to the killer to like, basically, you know, it basically just explores like what makes a killer a killer and yeah. each episode. Um, and are any, yeah, sorry, I don't know. Are the killers saying they're innocent or are they all admitting I did this? Um, both. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. It's really good. I do like the second where you said like what makes a killer. Cause that is yeah. fascinating. But, then, but it's really cool because they do, they, they talk to like all sides. So they talk to like family of like the, the, you know, the convicted killer. They talk to like the law enforcement officers who investigated it. They talk to like the victim's family and friends or other witnesses. Like they, they, so they really do get like the full, you get like the full story from it. Um, okay. Yeah. And some episodes are definitely better than others, but the third season just came out like sometime this week. And I think I watched like four episodes last <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. I don't know. I just was like, I like could not turn it off, but. Oh, that's yeah. next to how good it is. Okay. That's a good recommendation. Yeah. It's one so. of those shows and there's three seasons of it. So it's a pretty, and it's like an easy, you know, watch. Isn't um, you find a new show that has multiple seasons and you're like, Ooh, I'm Ooh, so weird. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I immediately saw Netflix season three was out and I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I love it so much. That is awesome. Yeah. So, um, and then my self-care of the week is for the past like month, I guess about right now, I have been um, trying to eat as like whole 30 as I can. Oh, cool. Um, so, which is, you know, basically just like, you no know, added sugars for, you know, just mainly focusing on meat, uh-huh. you know, fresh, yeah. fresh food, all of that stuff. That's so, artificial. yeah, yeah, yeah. Done whole 30, but I do think it's a really clean, cool concept. I yes adopt recommit myself to that cause I feel like I know I'm just like I'm allowing like dairy and like my coffee creamer when I drink coffee but then I'm like okay I'm trying to like just not really do it the rest of the day and I don't know just mm-hmm. kind of on a little well, how are you, uh, little health like a week feeling do you feel good I mean yeah I feel good I mean I haven't totally like x things out like one on Saturday night I did have a couple pieces of pizza and I um did have some wine but I haven't been like I don't know it hasn't been you know I've been trying to eat as much as possible close to whole 30 as I can and then um you know just like stick to drinking like two nights a week so but yeah I feel I feel good so far I'm just trying to rein it in so that's good and it probably yeah that's yeah. awesome when you start feeling good it makes you want to stick with it so that's awesome very cool Yay. we did it you guys we did it we're so happy to be back and thank you to everybody that messaged us asking sorry we were gone for two weeks and you know but sometimes life gets in the way we just could not coordinate it happens but we're back and um so excited so follow us on instagram um send us your comments to the ablockpod at gmail.com um you can interact with us on twitter as well you can find Jacqueline and I on Instagram um, as well. <laughs> Claire has gone off the grid. I'm going off the grid. Off the grid. Uh, popped off today, ladies. I don't know. I just want to say it. It didn't apply there, but I just really want to say it. 
But it's so good. I know. I love it. Ugh. It's just the way she says it. And the fact that she thought that sentence is hilarious. Because it's just like, ladies. She, like it's like capitalism just allows me, ladies. They're, yeah, it's just her, her delivery is so hilarious. It is. So good. Uh, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. Tag us. Tell us your favorite thing we talked about. Or if there's another topic you want us to talk about. We want Always- Yes. We would want to hear about it. Yeah. I'll let you girls. Let I'll us know if it's too soon to have a pumpkin cream cold brew or if you've had one already, because at the time this pops up uh, or gets posted, it is September 1st. So, um, yeah, let us know when you think if you're going to get one and what you get. Do you get the PSL or do you get the pumpkin cream cold brew, which we all three think is so superior? Definitely superior. So really evaluate it if you're not choosing that one. But hey. Yeah, because you sh- you know you're wrong. So you can love that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just know we will judge you. Okay. All right. All right, gals. Love you all so much and love all the listeners. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the A Block. Love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Miles.